Hi, everyone. Welcome to the FDIP, the official podcast of the Faculty Development and Innovation Center at EIU. I'm Kim Irvin, instructional designer and your host today. This podcast series is to further promote teaching excellence through the sharing of information related to instructional design, teaching strategies, and innovation. In this episode, I will highlight tips for crafting prompts that drive effective interactions with large language model artificial intelligent agents. The show notes for this episode contain several resources I will be mentioning throughout, so rest assured those resources are quietly waiting in that space for you to access at your convenience. Let's start off by clarifying large language model AI, or LLM for short. An LLM is an artificial intelligence system that learns intricate patterns such as word preferences, typical word collocations, and sentence structures from vast volumes of textual data it is trained on. The LLM then uses the learned patterns and formulates a response to a textual prompt entered by a human. An LLM-generated response is a prediction of what the next word in the response should be based on the pattern it has learned. The term prediction might imply a certain randomness, but it's more like a cultivated skill. Just as practice enhances our abilities, continuous pattern prediction practice enhances the LLM's proficiency in replicating learned patterns. Popular LLMs at the time of this recording include OpenAI's ChatGPT and Google Bard. A couple others available are Bing and Perplexity. Now, I mentioned that before an LLM can provide a response, a textual prompt is entered by a human. A well-crafted prompt serves as a navigational aid for the AI, molding its response. Following an LLM's response to an initial prompt, subsequent follow-up prompts can be entered, generating a chain of responses in an iterative manner. This iterative approach integrates an element of memory because LLMs retain past prompts within a conversation while generating new responses. This essentially empowers you to progressively refine your prompts to get closer to the desired outcome. Recognizing the pivotal role of a prompt to enrich a response, I'd like to use this episode to continue the conversation about AIs like ChatGPT and BARD and share information regarding the art of crafting effective prompts. So here we go. For listeners that are already using LLM, this might be an obvious statement, but I think it is worth mentioning. The more generic the prompt, the more generic the response. A case in point can be found in Ethan Mollick's blog post, How to Utilize ChatGPT Effectively. For your reference, this blog post is linked in the show notes. Ethan illustrates with this generic prompt entered into ChatGPT. How does human error cause catastrophes? The response was predictably straightforward. Ethan then manipulated the direction of the response by entering this follow-up prompt. Write an essay with the following points. Humans are prone to error. Most errors are not that important. In complex systems, some errors are catastrophic. Catastrophes cannot be avoided. Use an academic tone. Use at least one clear example. Make it concise. Write for a well-informed audience. Use a style like the New Yorker. Make it at least seven paragraphs. Vary the language in each one. End with an ominous note. Humans are prone to error. Most errors are not that important. In complex systems, some errors are catastrophic. Catastrophes cannot be avoided. As you might expect, ChatGPT's follow-up response exhibited marked improvement. Ethan's more dimensional follow-up prompt 
generated a response that was closer to the desired outcome. Now, for the sake of time, I will let you review the improved response in Ethan Mollick's blog post using the link in the show notes. Let's spend our time deconstructing Ethan's follow-up prompt that generated ChatGPT's improved response. First, focal points were specified, which helped steer the composition's trajectory. A distinct essay format was stipulated. Alternative formats, such as persuasive article, blog post, or podcast script, are options. The directive for an academic tone was requested. Ominous, confrontational, or direct are other tones that could have been specified. The request for an example was made. Conciseness was specified. Wordy or detailed are other options. An audience of well-informed readers was specified. Other potential audiences include professionals or students. A style like the publication, the New Yorker, was specified. Other styles include distinctive authors, specific historical periods, regional dialects, or literary genres. Now, this multidimensional approach to crafting prompts is where I have been for a while. I started to personally question whether this approach is sufficient, and then I ran across information about the online course titled Prompt Engineering for ChatGPT, put together by Vanderbilt University and available free by auditing through the platform Coursera. I'm currently in the course, and links to more information about the course and directly to the course are available in the show notes. The next few prompting insights I will share actually stem from an article I first accessed in this course, and the article's title is A Prompt Pattern Catalog for Elevating Prompt Engineering with ChatGPT. The article is authored by a group from Vanderbilt University's Department of Computer Science. This resource-rich article is also linked in the show notes and contains, at least in my opinion, a little treasure trove of prompting suggestions. There are a total of 16 prompt concepts in this article that offer methods for prompting that I had not considered. I will only be overviewing three of the 16 concepts, so I really encourage you to access this article in the show notes to learn more. One prompt concept this article mentioned is flipped interaction. Rather than what seems to be the current conventional prompting approach of humans directing inquiries, this approach inverts the interaction flow. Here the LLM takes charge by posing questions to the human, all aimed at accomplishing a particular objective or outcome. This method capitalizes on the expansive knowledge base of the LLM, enhancing its capacity to uncover precise information from the human counterpart. The article offers the following flipped interaction sample prompt. From now on, I would like you to ask me questions to deploy a Python application to AWS. When you have enough information to deploy the application, create a Python script to automate the deployment. Now, applying the flipped interaction concept to a non-computer science subject, I entered the following prompt into ChatGPT. Ask me questions to suggest active learning activities for an online course about e-learning development. When you have enough information to suggest three activities, make those suggestions. ChatGPT's response was... Absolutely, I'd be glad to help suggest active learning activities for your online course about e-learning development. To best tailor my suggestions, could you provide some additional information? The response then lists six items it wants more information about and includes sample questions to answer for each item. Now, the six items are learning goals, 
audience, available tools, duration, interactivity level, and assessment. I will read the type of sample questions it provides for three of these items. Learning goals. What are the primary learning objectives of your course? What skills or knowledge are you aiming for the participants to acquire? Available tools. Do you have any specific tools or software in mind that participants will be using for e-learning development? And finally, interactivity level. What's the desired of interactivity in these activities? Are you looking for collaborative projects, individual tasks, discussions, or a mix of these? ChatGPT's response concludes by stating, once I have this information, I will be able to provide tailored suggestions for active learning activities in your e-learning development course. There is obviously some homework the human must do to answer these questions for all six items in a follow-up prompt, but can you see how this method is going to capitalize on the knowledge base of the LLM? Another prompt concept mentioned in the article is persona. When a persona is integrated into a prompt, it serves as a guiding identity, assisting the LLM in determining which types of responses to generate and which details to emphasize. It's not always feasible for a human to know precisely which outputs or specifics are crucial for the LLM to focus on for the desired response. However, a human might identify with a role, type of person, or even an inanimate object they might seek for assistance. By incorporating a persona into a prompt, humans can effectively convey their needs without needing to know the exact specifications of the response they seek. Here's an example of a persona-specified prompt I found on GitHub and took some liberties of modifying. The GitHub link where I found this example is available in the show notes. Here's the prompt. Act as a math instructor for college freshmen. I will provide some mathematical equations or concepts, and it'll be your job to explain them in easy-to-understand terms. This could include providing step-by-step instructions for solving a problem, demonstrating various techniques with visuals, or suggesting online resources for further study. The first request is, I need help understanding how probability works. ChatGPT's response is, of course, I'd be happy to help you understand the basics of probability. Probability is all about understanding the likelihood or chance of different events happening. It's used in various fields, from statistics to everyday decision-making. To get started, let's cover some fundamental concepts. It then lists six fundamental concepts, sample space, events, probability of an event, calculating probability, addition and multiplication rules, and independent and dependent events. Behind each concept is a two-sentence explanation. I'll read the explanations for two concepts. Sample space. Think of probability as a way to measure the likelihood of different outcomes in a situation. The set of all possible outcomes of an experiment is called the sample space. For example, if you're rolling a fair six-sided die, the sample space consists of the numbers 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. And then for independent and dependent events. Events can be independent. In parentheses, the outcome of one event doesn't affect the outcome of another. Or dependent in parentheses, the outcome of one event affects the outcome of another. Understanding this distinction is crucial when calculating probabilities in complex scenarios. ChatGPT's response then offers links to two online resources for further study, one from Khan Academy and the other from MIT OpenCourseWare. 
The response closes by saying, remember, practice makes perfect. Try working through various examples and problems to reinforce your understanding of probability. If you have specific questions or want to tackle a particular problem, feel free to ask. The last prompt concept from the article that I will highlight is question refinement. The concept enables the LLM to consistently propose improved questions for humans to ask, surpassing their original questions. This concept helps humans in formulating the most effective questions to attain desired responses, potentially expediting the process compared to other trial and error prompting methods. For a practical illustration of this concept, I entered the following straightforward prompt in ChatGPT. Whenever I ask a question, suggest a better question and ask me if I would like to use it instead. ChatGPT's response was, of course, I'd be happy to help. Please go ahead and ask your question. And after I provide an answer, I'll also suggest a potentially improved question. You can then decide if you'd like to use the suggested question instead. Fire away with your question. My follow-up prompt was, should I cease giving points for formative assessments in my higher education course? ChatGPT's response was, certainly, here's a rephrased version of your question. What are the potential pros and cons of discontinuing the practice of assigning points for formative assessments in my higher education course? You can choose to use this improved question, or if you prefer, you can stick with your original question. I'll provide an answer based on that. Let me know which option you'd like to go with. My follow-up prompt was, use the improved question. ChatGPT's response was, certainly, here's the answer to your improved question. Deciding whether to cease giving points for formative assessments in your higher education course involves considering several potential pros and cons. Now, ChatGPT then lists five pros and five cons. The pros are focus on learning, reduce stress, feedback emphasis, more authentic learning, flexibility. And then behind each pro is an in-depth sentence explanation. I will read a couple as an example. For focus on learning, by not assigning points to formative assessments, students might be more inclined to engage with the material for the sake of learning rather than just earning points. And for more authentic learning, without the pressure of grades, students might engage more authentically with the subject matter, exploring it in depth and making connections. The five cons are motivation, assessment value, accountability, grading pressure, and resource allocation. I'll read the sentences behind a couple of the cons. First, motivation. Some students might not take formative assessments seriously without the incentive of points, potentially hindering their overall engagement with the course. And then grading pressure. Although formative assessments are intended for learning, some students might still seek external validation, which points often provide. ChatGPT's response concludes by stating, In summary, the decision to cease giving points for formative assessments depends on your course's learning objectives, student population, and teaching philosophy. It's crucial to weigh these potential pros and cons and consider how they align with your educational goals and the desired student outcomes. So, as you can see, the question refinement prompt concept facilitates the enhancement of the prompts resulting in enhanced responses. The point sure has been demonstrated that when using LLM AIs, prompting is everything. To recap the approaches to prompt scripting we've covered in this episode, first was to give your prompt dimension. The more dimension in the prompt, the more dimension in the response. 
The second was flipped interaction. Have the LLM ask you questions to answer about the outcome you are looking for. Next was persona. Let the LLM assume an identity to determine the types of responses to generate and which details to emphasize. Finally, there was question refinement. Ask the LLM to suggest a better version of the question you entered. I'll close this episode by being transparent and sharing that I did use ChatGPT to help write the script for this episode. I used a modified version of the question refinement approach. Once I had paragraphs for a complete thought drafted, I entered the prompt, suggest a better version of the following paragraph, then pasted the paragraph into the prompt. In my opinion, ChatGPT enhanced the script by adding words like co-location, cultivated skill, treasure trove, and a few more. I've been a technical writer long enough that expressive words like this don't come to my mind easily. So take that information as you will. As a faculty member, if I were having students write a podcast script as an assignment, perhaps one component could be to submit an original version drafted by the learner and a ChatGPT-inspired revised version, along with a reflection of their interpretations of this approach to ChatGPT prompting. If you need a sounding board for generating ways to incorporate LLMs or any other AI agents into your course, please don't hesitate to contact me at 217-581-3716 or at ksirvin at eiu.edu. Thanks for listening and continuing to learn.